Hello, everyone. This is Stephanie back again with the Raw Podcast,、uh, Real Asian Women. Right now, it's just me. I'm the only real Asian woman in this room because it's COVID. I posted a podcast yesterday and I'm still getting so many messages、um, and texts, some in actually response to the story that I posted on social media, and some actually in response to the podcast that I posted about the story on social media. And knowing me, I haven't been one to put these out regularly. I just do whatever I want, which is great. So. Guess what? You're getting a second podcast two days in a row. It's a miracle.、Um, but there's just so much I still want to talk about, I think. And I'm thinking about making these 30 minute segments、um, more often than not and less rigid. So we'll see how that goes. I think we are all going through so much right now. Understatement of the year. We are all going through a global pandemic, and that has obviously irrevocably changed your lives and your habits. We are experiencing a lot of anxiety. A lot of people aren't even aware that they are experiencing anxiety. And these are conversations that I've had for months with my friends. You know, that feeling when you wake up in the morning or in the middle of the night where you can't breathe or you're like, <sighs> like you're shallow breathing or、um, you feel like there's an elephant on your chest because your chest feels so heavy, it physically feels like it hurts. Or you find yourself blanking out or being dumber <laughs> than usual because you can't remember things. Having Gone through therapy for these issues for the last few months, it definitely helps to know that this is totally normal.、Um, it's very pervasive right now what you're feeling this anxiety, this uncertainty. When we are put into a situation as human beings, whether in civilization or in the forest where you're trying to survive as a caveman, and you don't know what to do next and you don't understand what your body does as it goes into major. Overdrive and stress and fight or flight, and there's cortisol coursing through your body trying to tell you, Should I run? Should I hide? What should I do?、Um, sorry, that's my cat. She's freaked out too. Okay, kitty, yep, everything's fine.、Um, and your body is trying to keep you alive.、Um, but we are not in the forest and we're not cavemen, so we don't have a monster to fight. In fact, we have this unseen entity, uncertainty, and pandemic. And now you throw on top of it riots and unrest and racism and injustice and killing. And for some reason, I decided over the weekend to purge my abuse stories. And my cats are stressed, my dogs are stressed, you know, everybody's stressed. And there's all these things going on. And I guess it was just important for me to reach out and say, I hope you are being kind to yourself. And I know I've said that before. And people who haven't listened to previous podcasts, I think it's worth saying over and over again. For some reason, this dorky phrase in my head keeps popping up be kind, rewind. For those of you who don't know what that means, it means you're really young and you never had to rewind. Uh, videos, cassette tapes from Blockbuster back when that existed. You actually had to rewind the tape before you turned it in or you got charged a fee. Well, nowadays, not only do you have to not rewind, you just like stream shit. But Be Kind Rewind kept emanating in my head because I think we do want to keep repeating that. Like we want to say, Be kind. We want to be kind to ourselves. We want to be kind to others. And then we want to rewind and start it all over again. And I think that's the thing. I feel sometimes with podcasts is, oh, I've already said it before. What new content can I say today? But I think there are some things that behooves us to say over and over again, which is be kind to yourself. So, right now, if you feel like you are not working at full capacity, I've had friends message me saying, I'm just not motivated to work today. Well, I mean, definitely with you, 
and that's normal and that's okay. I also have some contract workers who, you know, I have meetings with now and then. And the first thing I say when I meet with them is not, hey, have you turned in blah, blah, blah deliverable yet? Because it's past deadline. I say, hey, how are you doing today? And she says, how are you doing? And we check in on each other. And so I think right now, hopefully you have good bosses and managers who aren't making you feel like crap when you're not doing everything you need to do. Um, Hopefully you have parents who understand you may not be 100% with whatever it is that you need to do at home with chores, with homework. Hopefully you have partners and children and families and friends who are supportive and checking in on you daily to see how you're doing mentally and emotionally. But I think when it comes down to it, the person who is going to be our biggest advocate has to be ourselves. Because like I said yesterday, it's really no one's job to make sure someone else is okay. That's the benefit of community, but really the question I want to pose to everyone today is what are you doing on a daily basis to make sure you are okay? And whether that's eating a little healthier or um, getting enough sleep or doing something that makes you happy. And um, again, social media, yes, it's all over and it's important to stay involved and you feel guilty when you're like not tweeting and texting support and allyship about all the horrible shit going out all there. Uh, yes, important, but also like, I don't know, look at some Instagram videos of puppies or something. I've confessed that I started playing Animal Crossing and honestly, it makes me super happy to go into my little island and build little streams and decorate my house there and talk to friendly neighbors who are nice to you and not racist, you know? Find something that makes you happy. And that was something that was really hard for me because I remember going to my therapist and saying, oh, I feel so bad. I'm not productive right now. And she says, what is productive? And I said, well, in my household, productive means doing things that produce tangible results that are good, air quote, good, right? Like I cleaned the house. I did the laundry. I cooked today. I don't know, stuff that I heard my parents doing growing up that were good. And I said, I feel so bad. I've been playing games nonstop ever since I got this Nintendo Switch. Um, Not a paid promotion, by the way. But I just play games after work, and I don't feel productive. And my therapist said, well, does it make you happy? And I said, yes, it makes me really happy. And she goes, well, then that's productive. Productive, that word has to be reframed, I think, um, especially in the Asian mindset. And I'm not saying men don't feel this either, but I also think women in general, stereotypically, also tend to apologize more and worry more and beat ourselves up a little bit more than men. I'm going to say that. Yep, blanket statement. And we tend to take the word productive to feel like we need to constantly be doing something all the time. And I'm hoping that's not the case for people out there. And I also want to take this time to address some of the conversations that I have had pop up just within the last 24 hours alone. Oh my God, so much has happened. I don't even know. Like, yesterday from 3 p.m. until, I don't know, 12 a.m., there was rioting, marching outside my window, um, tons of police, sirens, arrests I saw happening, which I definitely recorded to make sure nobody killed anybody because that is just sadly the society we live in nowadays. But I'm, oh, side note, making a commitment. If I see someone get arrested, I am going to stop and I'm going to record it. Sad that we have to do that, though. But So there's riots going on outside, people are texting and calling, and I actually do appreciate the messages that are still coming in. And it makes me think, you know, so many times when I see someone post something, which actually is rare, because people actually don't super share the bad things in their lives a lot. When I think about what should I say or message that person who is grieving or sad or upset or hurting, 
And I always wonder, should I or should I not? Um, I just want to say for everyone out there, when in doubt, yes, just do it, okay? Like if you have something in your mind and you're like, dang, I just want to message that person and say, hey, uh, good job, or hey, I'm here for you, or hey, I believe you, I support you, or I feel for you, uh, why not? Like, why do we have this mentality where like, oh, I don't know them well enough. Um, I got a lot of messages that were like, hey, I haven't talked to you in a long time. Like, we don't need a disclaimer to reach out to each other and connect as human beings. I don't care what happened or what kind of relationship we had in the past or how well we know each other or how often we've checked in. It's not like there's this checklist that is required before you have the permission to reach out to another human being and say, hey, I care about you and I support you. If anything, I think nowadays, like, we need to do that more. And so if you have some free time and you're just chilling and not going anywhere, um, maybe think about someone you haven't thought about in a long time and message them and tell them what you appreciate about them. And that sounds so corny, right? But honestly, think about it the other way. Like, how would you feel if someone did that for you? And I want to pay it forward because I think so many people have done that for me in the last few days. Like, I don't even feel worthy. Like, people are messaging me and saying nice things. But I kind of love it because it makes me think of all the wonderful things I love about them, and I've been saying it back to them. And honestly, what stemmed from something very negative in my life has turned into, like, some of the best dialogue I've had in a long time with some people I haven't had the privilege of talking to in a long time. It makes me feel super lucky, and I feel honestly freer and happier and lighter than I have in a super long time. Um, I was super anxious posting and I think another reason I wanted to do something today was to let people know, yeah, actually I'm super okay. I think a lot of people heard the anger and the, um, <laughs> the anger and the anger in my voice last time, but I wanted to do an update and say, actually, I'm doing really well. I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm worried and I'm anxious, but, um, when I mentioned in my last podcast, I think it was the hope and hustle one. I really am, I believe, sometimes a stupidly optimistic person, um, but I don't want to use the word stupidly. See, I did something negative in Asian there. I brought myself down. I think I am an optimistic person, and it has worked out well for me in the past. It has definitely also hurt me in the past because I've let people in who I should not have, but ultimately, I am a firm believer that being optimistic and positive is the way to be. And that doesn't mean it doesn't come with a measure of wariness and a dash of, you know, uh, judgment and logic in assessing the situation. Uh, but I did have a conversation yesterday with some people who reached out to me. And the question was, how do you know when you can trust someone and how do you remove toxic people from your lives? I think, you know, stemming from the conversation I had about an abusive relationship. And of course, I am in marketing and I referred to my past podcast and said, hey, actually, I have a podcast called How to Stay Friends and Ditch Toxic People with my wonderful and very smart friend, Jenny. And we talk about how as you get older, you start to have better judgment about who you let into your life. And so I'm starting to kind of revisit um, past podcasts and talking to people as they give me suggestions and advice and questions on what they would like to hear more about. And I'm trying to build, I guess, a format and how to bring on guests moving forward. Maybe it's something as, you know, like I'll do a call out now. How about this? If you have a topic or suggestion or question or idea or conversation that you want to start, um, send me a text on my Instagram message or an email, which I give all the information at the end of every podcast. Send me a message and say, hey, I've been wondering about this. Um, do you mind discussing this with me on your podcast or 
sharing your thoughts. Um, understanding I am not a therapist and not a professional. I just share what I think and what I've learned in my past very tumultuous 36 years because, you know, I've made some pretty crazy choices with my life and thankfully I have learned from them. But I also go to therapy every um, week and I learn a lot from there too. And I figure, you know, hey, if I'm paying for that, why don't I share it with my um, community? Um, so the last thing I've learned definitely was being productive is doesn't mean doing things that are boring and not fun. It is definitely being kind to yourself. It is learning that your body is definitely reacting to anxiety and stress by pumping you full of cortisol, which causes you to breathe breathe shallowly. Um, So I learned some breathing exercises, which to be honest, I'm really bad about. I'm also learning to be less hard on myself and speak up more. Like, uh, I really hope people from work never listen to this podcast, but whatever. I do struggle a lot with the current organization I'm in being the only current director that is non-Caucasian at an Asian organization. I went back to an Asian organization to get back to my air quote roots because I thought, you know, after being at the opera and it was a terrible experience, I wanted to work back with Asian organizations again and get back to those communities. And it is just a struggle. There's just a lot of layers of complexity there when you work for an organization in which most of the leaders are non-Asian. There are pressures to educate and it makes me empathize what it feels like, what I would imagine someone black in America would have to go through where you constantly have to educate them about your struggles and your feelings and your thoughts. So I think... There's just a lot of work everyone can do to make society better, one of which is to educate yourself and read, um, but also be open to conversations and be humble when listening to people and they tell you their experiences. There's a really good quote out there, and I don't have it in front of me, but it's basically the gist is when someone is talking to you about their trauma, to realize that something that is an exercise or really like a maybe scientific or logical or academic dialogue for you is something deeply traumatic for them. And so I've had people, and these were people I no longer am friends with, who didn't understand my trauma when I talked about abuse and said, oh, I don't understand. Like, I, what, what do you want me to say? Like, I, I, I don't know much about this and I haven't read much, so I, I don't know how you want me to respond. And that made me very upset because I said, not only am I traumatized, I've got to educate you on how to deal with my trauma and support me. Like, fuck that. Just, just leave me alone, you know? And so knowing that, I try to take that um, mindset into when I am learning about the struggle that all these people are going through right now just because they're black like it's just it's fucked up and I don't want to speak too much on it because it's not my place to but I just know that it feels like shit when people don't understand and one of the things I do want to say is I'm seeing postings of people saying things like um I don't condone violence and how can you be violent and it's not okay and looting is not okay and oh my god yes we know we know breaking the law is not okay we know looting is not okay we know violence is not okay but at the same time it is not your fucking place to tell people how they should respond to hundreds of years of trauma and murder okay like unless you are black just shut up with your opinions about telling them how they should respond that's like if someone said oh hey i'm asian okay and my grandmother the other week got kicked in the stomach because she was asian and these racist jerks were scared she had covid my grandma got kicked 
Um, and if someone said, hey, you know, don't be mad, just peacefully protest and, um, you know, maybe write a blog entry and, you know, like call your senator and don't be mad that your grandma was like beaten the fuck up. Like that's not their place to tell you how to respond, right? Like you would be mad if that happened to you. And that's the analogy I try to use when I, um, I don't know, argue with people online <laughs> or uh, talk to my parents or family is when they don't understand how deeply rooted the pain and the fear and the anger and the frustration and the helplessness and just thinking about it makes me upset and I'm not even one of that community. When they don't understand, I say think about it if your mom or dad were shot for being at home or your children were choked on the pavement by a policeman or you're driving and you get pulled over and actually I had a friend um Asian American who told me recently about his experience of being pulled over for no fucking reason being thrown in jail and he went into deep detail about his experience and how like disgustingly unjust and fucked up the prison system is it's it's so messed up I don't even know where to begin to tell you in fact I feel like he should come on air and talk about his experience sometime and he's Asian he's not black okay so if you take the time to listen to people in their stories and go outside of your goddamn bubble, and I'm sorry, I'm not talking to all of you, you would not be saying things like, how can you loot and be angry? Well, that's because everything else for the last 200 years hasn't worked, right? Like, if people were like, oh, why did you report your last boss to the board of directors and act out? And why didn't you just talk to him calmly? And like what HR told me was have conversations and try to build trust and respect and like try to get on the same page. No, sometimes people are shit and peaceful protests don't fucking work and respectful conversation doesn't fucking work. Okay. And when you try to do the same thing over and over within the confines of the laws and it doesn't work, what are you supposed to do? You fucking riot. And that is why people are on the streets. And I'm not saying that looting, you know, businesses is okay, but do not focus on the symptom of the problem rather than the problem itself that caused these riots to happen in the first place. So that's how I feel about that. It's, it's, it's straight up privilege to say, I would never respond like that, or I would never do that. Well, until your family is killed, just seriously, just shut the fuck up, okay? So... If you don't understand and you say on social media, what I don't understand, then that's your own fault because there's so much literature out there. There are human beings out there you can talk to. There are stories and blogs and diary entries and videos of the fear and the anger that your other fellow human beings are feeling. If you don't understand, it's because you didn't do your damn homework. I'm so mad. Okay, I'm sorry. What was the whole point? Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, but meanwhile, be kind to yourself, okay? Um, so educate yourself, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. And I'm just going to say to the people who messaged me and are going through trauma of their own and men and women equally have been in abusive relationships. I can't say that enough. I really, really, really hope that you know that it's not your fault. And I hope that you talk to a therapist. And if you need to understand the intricacies of finding a therapist and the insurance and the search and once again, I say it's like online dating. You need to really date a few therapists before you find the right match. Um, if you have any questions at all about that process, my life is clearly an open book. It's an open podcast. I don't care. I will share whatever you want me to share to help you get to the next step. Um, I also had the question yesterday, well, why see a therapist? I mean, I'm okay. You know, I'm dealing with it. it it's fine. Well, I said, Okay, so imagine like there was a bone in your knee that was broken or loose. I don't even know how that, if that is how it works. Okay, I don't know biology. But let's say there's a bone just rattling around in your knee. 
And there was a doctor out there with an x-ray who could say, hey, um, your bone in your knee is loose and I can use this x-ray in my 25 years of medicine and knowledge to tell you that we need to do this, this, and this to fix it. Well, wouldn't you go do that? Wouldn't you want to optimize your physical movement? It's the same thing with therapy, right? Like there's something rattling in your brain, in your heart, in your soul caused by trauma, by your parents, by your friends, by your exes, by your relationships, by society, by your bosses. Something fucked you up somewhere along life. Like no one can say they're not fucked up in some way. If you could have a therapist who studied the human brain and behavior and could tell you, hey, uh, if if you tweak this little thing right here, you might be a little bit healthier and happier. Like why wouldn't you do it? You know? Like, why not? Like, why not be your optimal self? Why not level up every year? That, like, that's a huge thing I believe in is every year you're living, you should be leveling up. Now, not to the point where you feel un- unproductive if you're not constantly working on yourself, but I mean, you know, do a little bit of something so your life's a little bit better every year, right? Like, that's not too much to ask for. And especially if you are the kind of people I know you are, which almost everyone that I know who has reached out to me is, Like, you guys do cool things for society. You guys teach, you guys share, you guys volunteer, you guys are parents, you guys are good friends and supporters, you guys are good uh, daughters and sons and um, partners. Like, you guys are all caring for somebody else. So, oxygen mask theory. Like, if you are not helping yourself to an oxygen mask so that you are breathing, how can you help the person next to you put on their oxygen mask, right? And so, this whole self-care, take care of yourself, be good to yourself, educate yourself, Um, is really so that we can actually give back to our society as a more fully formed and healthy human being. Otherwise, I don't know. Like, what is the point of life? (laughs) I mean, what's the point of making money and buying things and watching Netflix and eating food that you poop back out? And like, what's the point? Like, there has to be more to life than just our regular routines and behaviors, right? I think when we all feel like this emptiness and this void and we do things like, volunteer at CYC, um, dance, create art, talk to our friends, give someone a hug. Like we're all seeking some kind of connection and something higher than ourselves. And once again, you know, I referred to religion yesterday and I don't know if that is religion for you, but we're all looking for something. And especially in a time where things are so confusing and you don't know what the fuck is going on and you don't know if what you're doing is right or good or bad, I think the best investment you can make is in yourself. So in summary, I think it's good to introspect, reflect, think about what you can be doing to make your life a little bit better. And indirectly, I think you'll find that you make the lives of people around you a little bit better. And I think in this way, we can begin to enact some positive change in society. We can't do it alone. It's not going to happen overnight. But I think we're all asking ourselves right now, what can we do to make things better? And those are my thoughts. Um, Might change day to day. And if it does, I'll be here tomorrow with new ones. So if you have any questions or thoughts or topics you want to share about, or if you would like to be a guest, I would like to welcome you. Just shoot me a message and we'll take it from there. Thanks again for listening and don't forget to be kind. If you like what you heard today, follow us on Instagram at GetRawPodcast. That's G-E-T-R-A-W Podcast. Like us on Facebook at GetRawPodcast and find out all the ways you can subscribe at our new website, GetRawPodcast.org. 
If you have any questions, comments, ideas, or simply want to share your thoughts, it would make me super happy to get an email from you at stephanie at getrawpodcast.org. You can find the links below any podcast description as well. Thank you so much for listening and talk to you next time. The music used in this podcast is by Kevin McLeod. It's licensed under the Creative Commons and it's called Glitter Blast. Glitter Blast.